Welcome to the Jada Edwards Podcast, where I get to take a few moments to share with you what God is sharing with me. That was our seventh countdown. So welcome to the Jada Edwards podcast. I am thrilled to be with you. And, you know, this podcast is kind of a mixture of a little bit snippets of teaching, some points of view that I may share. And every now and then I'll have an interview if it's really, really special. And so today I have the amazing Debbie Stewart and we call her Mama Debbie here at One Community Church because she has just been like a well of wisdom for us, uh, not just with the words that come out of her mouth, but the life she lives. And so, Debbie, welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to be here. I've missed you. It's I been know. a little. It's been a minute, and I love I love the women here so much. Listen, you have a teachable group. They are just re- ready to receive the word, and they I, are ready. I love the girls. Here. And you always thank deliver. You. So thank you so much. So. Since we can catch up real quick, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. Tell me, what are you doing now? Where are you serving? What's life looking Listen, like Listen, I am in East Texas at Green Acres Baptist Church in Tyler, Texas. It. Been there about three years. And then over the last two years, I think since I've been here last, we've had some major life transitions happen. My husband had a heart transplant two years ago in January. And then oftentimes I would talk about our son's journey, his mm-hmm. journey of incarceration and addiction and all of those things. And he was released right after uh, my husband had the heart transplant. Oh so two gosh. very parallel tracks and the Lord is really teaching us so much through that process and so we really tried to lean in and work through all of that in in his pace that's awesome what an adjustment though to have your son home after how many years Ten and a half years. years. He went in at about age 20. So he kind of grew up in prison. Uh, He got out when he was 31. Mm -hmm. Wow. But look at the faithfulness of the Lord. Listen, the Bible says in Hosea 2.15, I will transform the valley of trouble Mm. into a gateway of hope. Come on. And we we felt like we were in the valley of trouble for so long. And and now I feel like we're in the gateway of hope or at least being able to see that. And sometimes you might not see it this side of heaven, but uh, he has let us be a part of that. And we're so so grateful. Oh, we're so grateful. Well, we are rejoicing with you because Thank we you. got to see part of, parts of that story that you with shared me. with us. And that's because you're transparent, which we love uh, in Bible teaching. So we thank you for that. So I'm going to jump in since yeah, you just yeah. came with Hosea, you know, <laughs> yeah, 26 sorry. seconds into the podcast. So come on. <laughs> I'm just going to jump right in. For a person that, how long have you been doing ministry? 30, 30 years, years this year. I yes. was about to guess I started 30 years. 12. You know, I was of 12 course. years old when I started. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, so when I think about that, I, I've, I've not been doing it 30 years yet, but gosh, probably close to 20. Um, yes. And now that I'm in this season of life, I my curiosity for longevity yes. has, has just peaked as I talk yes. to women who are going before me. So how do you keep that fresh fire excitement, that passion for God, so it doesn't feel like I'm cranking out another yeah. teaching, or I'm studying mm-hmm. again. Like, how do you stay fresh with the Lord in your in your journey? Well, he taught me that early on when he caused me to be extremely dependent upon him. Mm-hmm. And so during that process of daily meeting with the Lord to get the encouragement that I needed, to get the comfort that I needed, I found an anchor. Mm. I found a stabilizing force in mm-hmm. my life amidst the storms, amidst the uncertainty, amidst the transition. Uh, all of those other things, it was a stabilizing force. And that's what kept me coming back is I wanted to be stable. And James talks about this when when he says, um, if you lack wisdom, ask the Lord and, mm-hmm. and it will keep you from being tossed to and fro in mm-hmm. the storms of life. And then Hebrews talks about the word is an anchor to my soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some variety of pretty tragic and traumatic things happening in our life, that anchor 
kept me secure when nothing else was mm -hmm. that anchor. So that's what kind of what kept me coming back. And then I'm in a place in life, you mentioned about longevity. I'm in the place of life where I'm, what's driving, a lot of what's driving me is significance. Mm. I want, I want to have significance. I yeah. want to have spiritual impact. I'm, I, I guess maybe there were some days where I wanted to maybe, I guess maybe impress people in early yeah. days. I wanted to be a great teacher. I wanted this and that. Now I want I want divine empowerment and significant. I want to leave a mark that the enemy cannot erase. Yes. Like whatever happened in her life and how the Lord worked in her life, can't get rid of that. Yeah. And I want to leave that here long after I'm gone. That's so good. I think that that shift in what's important to right. us, it just happens. And, yeah. and kind of in, you wake up, I don't know if it's at 40 or 45 or whatever age it may be for you listening or watching. You wake up at some point and you're just like, I don't care what anybody else yeah, thinks. Yeah, like what's the what's, the, what's the purpose here? Yeah. Why am I trying to impress these people? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm like, so over it. Like I'm, I'm so over, over some of this stuff. Yes, and then the Lord is like, finally. Yeah. Okay, so quit filtering the things <laughs> I'm asking you to do and say and just do the thing and say the thing. Yeah. So I think that's so interesting though that when you're talking about that consistency being anchor, you know, yeah. Psalm 1, one of my favorite passages that says uh, near the end of around verse three, that if we meditate on the um, law of the Lord day and night, right, we'll be planted like a tree right. by strings of water and that's we'll bear fruit and prosper in our season. And I think even my question of what keeps you fresh and excited and passionate, I think that even is exposing that yeah. we need this freshness and excitement all the time, that consistency mm -hmm. actually is what we need, not Absolutely. excitement. And Absolutely. so I love that your response is just this, that God has been an anchor. And if, I, if I'm consistent, then he's consistent. And, and I feel like at the end of the day, when I'm, I work through a particular schedule that I meet with the Lord, and at the end of that, when, when it's time for me to go to work, I feel like I'm a little bit on a cliffhanger with the Lord, you know, and, and he's revealed some things, mm -hmm. but not everything. Yeah. It just keeps me coming back for more. And yeah. when I wake up in the morning, I'm I feel like, what, what will he say today? Yeah. You know, what, what does he have for me today? The Bible says, if you draw near to me, I'm going to draw near to you. Mm -hmm. If you come seeking, you're going to find. If you call out, I'm going to answer. All of those promises are, all, all we have to do is show up. Look, yeah. Half the battle for me in yeah, a pretty significant period of my life was just showing up. Keep showing up. Do not let the enemy keep you away from that space. So create mm -hmm. a time, create a space make room. We've talked mm -hmm. about that earlier today. Make room yeah. for the Lord in your life and create that space and just show up. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, don't give the devil a stick to beat you up with. Just show up. If you yeah. don't have anything to say, mm -hmm. if you're just going to show up and cry, you just, just keep show showing up, up girl. Yeah. He will show up every time. That is such a good word. I think you, I think those, those routine kind of mm -hmm. consistent things, Consistency. they're right. hard. They're hard for us anyway, because by nature we're fickle human beings, but in a culture where literally I can pull up an app and scroll through 60 people's yeah. lives in a matter of 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so hard to sit and, and say, oh, there's something that, that is valuable. Even if God doesn't speak a deep revelation right. or fix all my problems, there's richness just in right. his presence. I don't think we're good at being present. We're I think and, we're and good quietness. at scrolling and skimming right. and surface That's level right. assessment and Man, that's going to get harder and harder for us. And something the Lord has talked to me a lot about recently is stillness. Just mm. in that what consistency. Is that and <laughs> You're like, what listen, is still Listen, I have in my a life? lot of words. You know, yeah. so the Lord, be quiet. Yeah. You know, just be quiet. Sit still. Mm -hmm. And that's a discipline for me. So I, I make myself and learn. Put mm -hmm. your hands down and sit still and be quiet. Like, listen. Yeah. Listen, don't do all the talking that I did for years. Oh, Lord have mercy. That's mm -hmm. the word. We could, mm -hmm. we could close there, yeah. but I do have some more questions. Yeah. So how do you, you talked a little bit about your son's incarceration, and I know there's been other things that um, 
that have been significant mm -hmm. points of pain or hurt in your life because mm -hmm. that's just the life. It's life. It's human mm -hmm. life. How do you stay um, faithful in your calling and your purpose? And mm -hmm. I, I talk to people all the time where they feel like, here's what God's asked me to do, or I feel like I have an idea of what mm -hmm. he has next for me. But of course, as soon as God gives revelation, right, then the enemy Absolutely. is moving too. He's like, oh, how do I uproot mm -hmm. that seed? How do I distract you? How do I, mm -hmm. you Absolutely. know? And God allows that. He does. He allows that pain in our lives. And yeah, he, ask Joe. He's he sure at, does. Right. And he's saying, I am, I expect that the pain I allow is not going to derail the purpose I reveal. Exactly right. So how do you, even despite all the craziness and the hurtful things mm. in life that is coming at, at, at mm -hmm. you in various ways, how do you stay just on mission? Uh, my anger came from uh, Ezekiel 14, 23, and it says, uh, you shall know, and I like to personalize the scripture, so I would put a comma there and put Debbie, you shall know, Debbie, that I have not done without cause mm. all that I have done, saith the Lord. Girl, you can sleep at night. That's a word. Go and go sleep. Because, I, and I like how that closes. Say that again, just okay. uh, You shall know, Debbie, so mm. put your name there, you shall know, Jada, mm. that I have not done without cause all that I have done, saith the Lord. I know what I'm doing, I, and I have a reason for it. And I like how it closes, saith the Lord, because you know what that tells me? Keep your mouth shut. Okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm saying. We're, we're I'm done. Doing the saying. Sayeth the Lord. <laughs> Period. No need for you but to I say got anything. To say, Lord. No, no need for you to say anything. <laughs> saith the Lord. Zip yeah. it. Zip it. And so wow. just building my life around that, because you're right, every time revelation comes, every time breakthrough comes, opposition is right behind it. Right. And the minute you say, I'm going to serve the Lord for the rest of my life if he will have me, or I'm going to walk with the Lord through this incarceration or through this medical tragedy or through the loss of this child, whatever it might be, the minute you say that, the enemy's going to say, well, we will see about that. Yep. You say that now, by the end of this day, you will, I'm going to try to get you to quit. I'm going to get you to stumble. I'm going to get you to, to be discouraged, delayed, detoured, distracted, anything that he can yeah. to get you off the course that the Lord has Oof. set you on. And so I'm going for mm. without cause, if that's what he has done, I want to get to the purpose behind this. And there is purpose in pain. Nothing is wasted. Nothing We've is talked wasted. about that before. Yeah. There's nothing ever wasted. Yeah. And you might not see it in the moment. You might not see it for years. Mm -hmm. But if you believe God's word is true, you know that he is working this out for your good. Doesn't say all things are good. Right. I'm working all of these things out for yeah. your good, which requires for me, what I've heard from the Lord is, I need you to cooperate. Mm -hmm. I need you to cooperate yeah. with me. And there's been a couple of times like, I am cooperating. I am. <laughs> and it's a, I guess a new level. I yeah. need you to cooperate. Mm -hmm. And what cooperating with the will of God, that's going to shave some things off of your personal preferences. Yeah. I just think this, that reminder that, and it's, it sounds like a dumb moment, but like God knows what he's doing yeah. because sometimes, sometimes we just disconnect him mm -hmm. from our daily right. experience. Like he's the God way mm -hmm. out there, but God, this little small thing, mm -hmm. this thing that hurt my feelings mm -hmm. or this betrayal or my own failure or how are we going to recover from that? that you know, mm -hmm. and he's like, I'm not telling you, I know what the end looks like, you know, and I think that's such a good encouragement for how we just stay on mission even in the midst of pain that God knows exactly that he has a cause for it's it. It's true. It yeah. is. And one thing that I've learned the longer that I walk with the Lord, what I'm learning is things are connected. Yep. Things are connected. Yeah, the so longer I've worked with the Lord, yeah. yeah, walked with the Lord, I've I've learned that things are connected. 
your little attitude here mm. is connected to the assignment here. Mm. Your obedience here is connected to the next assignment here. And just things that you think might be random or unimportant, they're connected to the overall destiny of your life. Yeah, you said tonight earlier when you spoke, you were talking about just that what what we're gonna do like some things are hinging on our yes. our behavior our yes our mm. yieldingness and this story popped in my mind in 2012 i had an awesome opportunity to go teach in africa and i always wonder i feel like the lord had always put missions on my heart when i was a young girl but then i was like i don't want to be poor because i'm shallow <laughs> and it probably derailed uh, my mission ministry for a while but i went to teach and i'll never forget i was there for several days taught several days in uganda and then in south africa and it was one morning in uganda in this little small village at a school six or seven different language groups. I'm teaching with interpreters and it was just beautiful chaos, yes. right? <clears throat> and I remember it was early in the morning. I was about to do devotionals and the Lord was, the Lord, it was so clear. He said, you could not have been here before now Oh, because you haven't been obedient. And I'm telling you, I knew what that meant because I had been married probably 10 years, maybe around that, around 10 years. And I was frustrated because I knew he had called me to teach and do all these things. But my husband was also called to teach. And he was like, not now. Support. Uh -huh. Serve. Uh -huh. Stop competing. Uh -huh. Compliment. Mm -hmm. And I just fought it and fought it and fought it. And finally, those last few years, I was like, just whatever you need. It's fine. And then this thing came Thank along, you. which wasn't some world famous, but it was Big for me. God was like, remember that conversation we had it's when you were 14? And wow. so he was like, you could not have been here before, before now. now. And I was like, that's a word. Have you I could held not this? have been here before now. That is a word. And so when you were talking, I just thought about how, even though God is sovereign, he's in control. In his sovereignty, he has allowed our will to impact our lives. That's true. By his choice. He has said, I could do it all, mm -hmm. but I'm choosing mm -hmm. to partner with you. In your life. And there are rewards and there are consequences. There's and that you set things in motion. You set things in motion and you hold things back. And not because you're more powerful, but because he's given us That's a role. And so I think that moment is so powerful because I think when we're dealing with pain and hard times, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of hopelessness right there now. Is. You know, I'm just seeing suicide and mental, I mean, just mental unhealthiness. Yes. And it, it just, it's breaking my heart. And and I'm thinking, man, I, I wonder if we're not really believing mm -hmm. that, number one, we have a role mm -hmm. to partner That's with right. God in our That's obedience good. or in our yielding or our submission or whatever That's it right. might be. And number two, that God is bigger than an outcome. That's right. That, that That's he's so bigger than provision. <laughs> That, that being with God is better than healing. That's it's better. Good. Paul, when you think about the fact that Paul had a thorn and God was like, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I saw the thorn, and I can fix the thorn, but you're fine. Yeah, and not only Carry that, on. the Bible says about that that he gave he, he gave him a thorn he in the flesh. Gave it. He gave. He's my you, gift. When you, it is. Oh, Here you go, Paul. It's true. When you look that word up, it's it has a, the connotation that it's a, a gift. gift. Yes. It's a gift. Where I think if you're going, if someone says, I have a gift for you, I'm like, oh, good. It's something I'm going to like. Yes. Like today, when I came, you had a gift for me. Yeah. I, I was a candle. I loved, I love those things. You have you know opened me. it? It's I a did. thorn. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a thorn in your But box. I think well, if you say, I have a gift for you, I'm like, oh, yay. Yeah. And then Paul's like, oh, yay. Thank mm. you for this thorn mm -hmm. in my flesh. Right. It is a gift. But we don't act like it. We don't we receive don't. it as a gift, and we don't act like it's a gift. We don't. I don't. Let me talk about myself. Yeah, we don't. We don't. And in 30 years of ministry, I've resigned one time. I, res I wrote out my resignation the, the day after our son was sentenced to significant time in prison. Next day, I wrote out my resignation from ministry. 
I totally thought it disqualified me. Back, back to your question about going through pain and mm -hmm. staying in, on purpose, staying mm -hmm. a mission on, in your purpose. And I turned it in. I was at Prestonwood Baptist Church at the time, and it was immediately returned back, unaccepted, and said, this does not disqualify you from mm. ministry. This better qualifies you mm. for ministry. You and I didn't, I, didn't see it in, I didn't see it that way. Yeah. Looking back now, over now 12 years later, mm -hmm. I can see that. Prison yeah. ministry started as a result wow. of, of our son being incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah, that's hope for somebody. Like if you're feeling like whatever's happening right yeah. now is some kind of delay or disqualification, it's God is like, still show up. It is. Still be present. My Please gift, accept this assignment. Right, my yeah. gift is a gift. better than your desired outcome. Good. Like you can keep the thorn, and I'm telling you, you wouldn't even understand my grace if I took the thorn. It's true. You wouldn't get my grace. You'd just be healed. You wouldn't need it anymore. Yeah. But my grace... With the thorn, yeah. you're going to need it every single day. It's it just true. keeps you close to him. One thing the Lord uh, spoke to me, this has been years ago, but I memorized it because I knew how important it was in the moment. And this is what he put in my spirit that day. When you pray to be delivered from your difficulties, and that's what I had been doing. Mm -hmm. Lord, please let me out of this. Please end mm -hmm. this. Please get us out. Please make this stop. When you pray to be delivered from your difficulties, and I do so, you are only being rescued, not victorious. I'm trying to train you, Debbie, to be armed, equipped, Wait and disciplined. Wait This is a whole Hold paragraph. Hold the video. This is a Hold whole paragraph. Hold the audio. <laughs> Just re-say that whole okay, thing again. So this is you what don't have to rewind. We're going to yeah. say it again. This is what he dropped in. Just, and this come, came from a combination of several things that I was studying that morning. As I showed up with mm -hmm. the Lord that morning, reading here, reading here, reading here, kind of put them all together, mm. and this is what it said. When you pray to be delivered from your difficulties, and I do so, you are only being rescued, not victorious. I'm trying to Jesus. train you, Debbie, to be armed, equipped, and disciplined for the adversary, and you keep trying to end the training process. Mm. I want you to win this, not be excused from it. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a boom. See? I, I, seriously, boom. that's what I was doing. That's why you say boom. Do we drop the mic at this point? We do. Boom. Yeah, if they weren't on these nice things. But I'd for like, years, I kept trying to get excuse. I kept trying to get, you know, excuse me from this pain. Can I get a written excuse from this process? I don't want to do this. Mm. I can't do this. Mm. Well, you're not going to be excused this time. Mm. And I had, I had handicapped myself in the past because I got excused from things I should have gone through. And sometimes he's like, you know what? Your faith is no, small. Dude. I'm tired of talking about it. I'll That's rescue you. Fine. Fine, exactly. but Same. trust me, this battle is coming back. That's exactly because I want you to be victorious. Right. Do you want to be rescued or, or victorious? victorious? Somebody's out there now going, That's... uh, rescued. I'm fine. <laughs> Check rescue, please. I'll take rescue, Excuse, please. please. Thank you. Yeah, I don't need victory. Nope. We get that later. <laughs> the answer to that is no. But I will tell you this: you get rescued enough, and it's kind of like jumping into a pool it's and true. knowing there's a lifeguard every single time. Eventually, you're gonna want to learn how to swim. It's true. I'm gonna That's have to exactly. do the hard work because I just don't want to depend on God. You can do it, it's but true. man, I want that to be something that strengthens my character right. and strengthens my faith. And and I want Him to be glorified in a life, yes. and He chooses to use lives yeah. to glorify Himself. Why yes. He does that, I don't know. Yeah. But He's picked you, and He's picked me, and He's picked you to mm -hmm. glorify Himself through those experiences. Ooh. That's good. Hard as they may be. That's good. That's another point we really could just stop. But I have some <laughs> more. I have some more questions. Um, how would you? And this is a question I get a lot. How would you um, 
talk to somebody who feels intimidated about approaching scripture because I think <clears throat> I grew up in a time where you know we had these little daily reading Bible plans and they still do those now but they're probably not as popular but you know my grandmother my mother were like daily devotions mm -hmm, you had mm -hmm. your upper room or your daily have you quiet time, quiet mm -hmm. time. yeah and, and I think that was good for me at a young age with mm -hmm. discipline just mm -hmm. getting yeah. but as I've gotten older mm -hmm. I, I feel a more freedom like mm -hmm. sometimes I just smack open up the mm -hmm. word mm -hmm. sometimes I don't open the word mm -hmm. I just sit there Mm -hmm. and I'm just like mm -hmm. before I talk to anybody Lord right. let's talk you know and it doesn't have to be as prescriptive you know but right. how how would you um encourage someone who may feel just intimidated like I don't know what to do if I have my Bible open every day for 20 minutes uh one thing that I share with young women or young Christians is start in the Psalms and start a proverb so mm -hmm. whatever the date is start with that proverb for that day mm -hmm. with a cor correlating to the date and read that proverb along with the date and five Psalms it that that'll take about 20 minutes so we've challenged our women 20 minutes a day for the rest of your life if you read one proverb according to the date there's 31 and read five psalms at the end of the month you will have read through the book of psalms and proverbs well those are our wisdom books mm -hmm. those are the books in the bible that say do this don't do this hang around these people don't hang around mm -hmm. these people spend your money like this have this kind of attitude it's very mm -hmm. clear mm -hmm. it's very practical help right. and if you then read it and study it and then practice it i think psalm 119 says mm. give me understanding into your mm -hmm. word that i might put it into practice. Yes. It's not just Bible reading. Mm -hmm. And I might suggest it's not just Bible study. It's practicing God's word. Yes. So so that's a great place to start. You can start, sit down in the morning, read the proverb for the day and five Psalms, start wherever. And in 30 days, you will have read through. That's going to give you some wins under your belt. And then mm -hmm. begin to ask the Lord, where to from here? Yeah. Uh, I'm studying second, first Kings right now. And I'm already asking the Lord, when we get done with Elijah, where are we going from here? Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how, how things just... will show up. I'll hear the pastor say something in church and I'll think, oh, where, where's that? Oh, it's in Colossians or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'll hear a song about it. That song was taken from Colossians. And then I start seeing it every mm -hmm. little, I know I'm going to Colossians mm -hmm. next. And that's a crazy thing. If you ask the Lord, don't even ask anybody else where yeah. I should, you ask the Lord. Those are prayers that he cannot resist to answer. Mm -hmm. Where do you want me to study? And mm -hmm. here's the deal. You're not going to do it wrong. I, I, I was so, was so academic when I started my time yes. with the Lord. You know, yeah. it was so rote. And I, I'm like, I'm doing this wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. If your heart is right and you're sitting there, you're not doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Let the Lord speak. Let the word of God speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, and I, and I think that that discipline and like the Psalms and Proverbs, that's the great, if you're brand new to yeah, the Bible, it's so great. And they are practical because your wisdom mm -hmm. books just are plain language. And then there's times where, you know, sometimes you just need to set your timer and just be like 20 minutes. Right. And if I get distracted, Come back, you know, write it on the, write down your grocery list or whatever just popped in your head and come back. So you just turn off your phone or put it face down, just put it out of reach. But I think that's so rich. And I say, I like that and then using the timer too, because every now and then, like for me, <laughs> where I am right now, let me just tell on myself, <laughs> I've been in Psalm 91, literally verse one Psalm 91. since November. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm trying to get through the Psalms and the Lord is like, girl, you're not dwelling. And so Psalm 91, one says, he who dwells in the shelter yeah. of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty." Oh my gosh. And every time I'm ready to move on, he's like, stop, you're mm -hmm. not, you're still yeah. not dwelling. Yeah. Your yeah. mind is on other things. And so, you know, I think if you have some kind of loose plan, that's really good. And then set that timer. Cause sometimes, especially cause Miss Debbie's not telling you the whole truth. Cause <laughs> Psalm 119, that's two days. Yeah. Psalm 119 is yeah. 166 million verses. That's why you said, yeah, it's, that's why you set great, the timer. I did just 20 minutes. You I'm need good. to do the timer too. Cause Psalm 119 is a hurt your feelings. And you'll be like, okay, I'm still reading this. And it's good, but it it's, so it's good. But it lets you know, this is what, 
what the word of God will do for you. Absolutely. I was stuck for a while in First Kings about Elijah when he ran to the cave and the Lord asked when he was in fear about because of Jezebel, what Jezebel said, he was afraid mm -hmm. and he ran. And the Lord asked him, what are you doing here, mm. Elijah? I well, love that, what you that said that earlier. Question, you said state your purpose. Ooh, yeah, it means when you when you boil it down and, and, and um, define it out in mm. the original language, it means state your purpose. Mm. And I heard that from for days I was stuck on that one question. Yeah. What are you doing here? And then Elijah gave him all the reasons he was there. Well, here's why I'm here because of da da da. Okay, the Lord didn't ask why are you here? He said, What are you doing yeah. here? Yeah. What are you doing here? Mm. And for me, it's not just a a physical place. For me, sometimes it's a mental place. Debbie, mm -hmm. what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Why why have you let your mind mm -hmm. go here? Yep. What are you doing here? Yep. Well, what I'm doing here is pitching a fit right now. What I'm mm -hmm. doing here is right. having a pity party. And mm -hmm. what I'm doing here, it's not God honoring. Yeah. And so the Lord asked him twice, what are you doing here, Elijah? Mm -hmm. So I, I love when the Lord asks questions like that. Yeah. It, just, it sticks to me. Oh, it, it gets on me. It does. And sometimes that one verse, mm -hmm. you just can't get out of it. You don't know what to do. <laughs> um, okay, here's another question. And there's no right or wrong answer. But I, I like asking this question because I'm just passing on to you questions I get asked Good. all the time. And I love to hear other people's answers. I always get asked about purpose and yeah. pain and reading the Bible like yeah. I asked. And here's another one I get. How do you hear the voice of God. How do you personally, and there's a lot of things about discerning the voice of God and hearing the mm -hmm. voice of God, but mm -hmm. how do you know when God is saying? So some people are like, it's going to be some combination right. of his scripture and his spirit or whatever, right. but yes. there's other special things that you know, like you, mm -hmm. like you said with the song or things mm -hmm. like that. How would you describe when you know this is what God is saying? For me, it's usually in his word. Uh, the, the first part, it starts in his word. So the time when the Lord said to me, I need you to cooperate with me. I was in his word when I heard that. Now, you're not going to see in the Bible that it says, thus saith the Lord cooperateth with me. Right, you know? yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say that. Yeah. But I knew that's what he was saying to me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I hear something and I'm not sure, is this the Lord? Mm -hmm. Is this me? My, is this my own thing? How do you know? I'll ask the Lord two things. Will you say it again and will you show me? Mm -hmm. Will you say it and will you show me? Mm -hmm. So if the Lord is speaking to you, for me, it's never been one and done. Mm -hmm. If he's speaking to me, it's going to come up the next day and the next day. It's going to come up when I'm not even in Bible study, when I'm driving my car. That thought is going to keep coming up. And then oftentimes he'll show it to me in life experiences, mm -hmm. somehow mm -hmm. in life experiences. Like when our That's husband good. was having his heart transplant and the doctor said to us we're going every week we're going to make adjustments and we're going to need you we're going to take some tests and we're going to make some adjustments we need you to follow through with these adjustments like we're not playing mm -hmm. and spiritually speaking that's what the Lord began to say to me Debbie I'm making some adjustments in your life things are out of whack they're mm -hmm. out of balance I need you to adjust and I'm not playing here mm -hmm. I need you to adjust so sometimes when I hear it when I feel like the Lord is dropping something in my spirit I see it on the pages of his word I'll say listen uh, I'm an idiot. Like, I'm going to need you to say that again. Like, mm -hmm. I think you just said, mm -hmm. or I believe this is <laughs> right. what I heard. I'm sure it was not. Yeah. Maybe it's the burrito I, had, I yeah. ate last night. But surely you <laughs> did not just say. Yeah. And I'll write in my journal. So I have my Bible right here in my journal. I, this is how he talks to me. And this is how I talk to him. So mm. what I'm reading, and then I'm writing, and I'll ask questions. Mm -hmm. Lord, is this is what is, you this, is right? this what this means? Yeah. Is th right. Is this right? Is this right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he'll confirm it either yeah. the next day or through circumstances, through a word from someone. Mm -hmm. And what, so mine is say it again and show me. Yeah, that's so good. And that it's anchored in the word. Yes. So, man, when people get revelation or feel like the Lord is telling me something, I'm like, 
what what's anchoring that? Because even the specific thing that he's giving you as an individual is anchored in some absolute thing. Yes. There's a truth, right? He's right. not going to say that, you know, you need to walk away and not forgive this person because that goes against a that fundamental right. truth, right. you know? Yeah. So that's I just easy. think that's so good. And and I I, I asked a lot, of, a lot of questions too. I'm like, too. for real. And, I, and by default, and maybe it's just because I'm really not that godly, I tell people, if it makes sense to you immediately or you want to do it, it's probably not the Lord. I, I cannot recall a time where the Lord has spoken oh, something to me. this will be fun. And I'm like, clearly, Lord, mm -hmm. all those ducks line up. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Or I'm like, oh, it's my dream. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's like, no, no, no. I heard your dream. That's not what I'm saying. And so it is. So we're so, his ways are not our ways. It's you know. True. And so generally, if you're, if it's always something that feels good or sounds right or makes sense, it might be manipulation because I just don't think we're that much like God, that he's saying things mm -hmm. that immediately make sense and line up with our hopes and dreams. And and I think we've gotten off uh, off base a lot of times of saying, well, the Lord told me this, the Lord told me that, that just so happens to line up with the thing that you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to be careful about, oh, the Lord said this, the Lord told me that. Mm -hmm. And then two months later when you're out dating that guy, oh, the Lord told me to date this guy, you mm -hmm. know, or, or go and do this thing. We have to be yeah. so careful about how we take that in and mm -hmm. to know that we know that we know. And he will confirm it in scripture in one way or the other. I remember when the Lord first called me into ministry, I was in a career path in physical therapy because I never asked the Lord mm -hmm. about my future. I never mm -hmm. asked the Lord, what is your plan? Right. What is your purpose for my life? I'm like, uh, here's my five-year plan. This physical therapy <laughs> makes a lot of money and I'm gonna be the youngest manager at this location. <laughs> by so, um, all I had, my, my life was planned out. And I think the Lord looks down and goes, where, where do you get this stuff? Like, no, no, we're not doing it that way. <laughs> and so when he called me out of physical therapy in the ministry it was 2 Corinthians 10, um, 2 Corinthians 8, 10 through 12, that said, here's my advice about what is best for you in this matter. Mm. No joke. I, before I read the rest of that verse, I went and got another Bible to make sure it was still going to say, <laughs> here's my advice yeah. about what's best in another translation. Because seriously, the few days before, I was like, I was fussing and whining, complaining, like, I don't have anybody to ask advice. My mother's already gone, and, and I don't have any godly mm. grandmother. I don't have, I, I have anybody to get advice. And I opened up the scripture in my reading that day. The Lord said, here's my advice about what is best for you in this matter. Oh, no, you did not. <laughs> I suggest you finish what you started a year ago. For your enthusiastic readiness to desire it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. If the desire is there, your if the desire if the willingness is there, your gift is accepted according to what you have, not according to what you don't have. That's the verse the Lord used to call me. That's the, the worst. Now, when he's so specific, you're like, really, Lord? Really, really, here's my, it's, it, in case, <laughs> since Debbie you need Stewart, advice. Here is my advice <laughs> about what's better. And so when, so that afternoon I called my husband. I knew that was, I knew that was a word for me. Like, I didn't even need to wait for confirmation like he was speaking. Called my husband home. I said, can you come home early today? I have to tell you something. He came home. I sat down. I told him the whole thing. I've been thinking back for months now about this. I don't know ministry. I don't want to do ministry. Women are whiny. They're mm -hmm. dramatic. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to stay. I want to yeah. make a lot of money. I want to be yeah. in physical therapy. And But I'm pretty sure the Lord's calling me into ministry. I told him the whole thing. Like, he made no, no emotion whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm like, would you please you say think? something? My life. <laughs> and this is what he said. He said, I'm, I've known for about six months. I'm like, what? You know, for six months, you're going to tell a girl anything? He said, the morning that the Lord spoke to me about it and my time with the Lord, I was upstairs. He said, I had my Bible open and I was walking downstairs to tell you what I believe the Lord had told me about you and how supportive I am of that and how I believe this is what you should do. He said, I got halfway down the stairs with my Bible open. He said, I was, I was excited to tell you about it. He said, and I got halfway down the stairs and the Lord said, wait. 
if you tell her, she'll go on your word. But if I tell her, she'll have to go on mine. And my husband said, I'll walk right back up the stairs. He said, and I have watched you fight through this for six months. If you tell her, she'll go on your word. But here's, here's, here's my Lord. Here's another thing about me. I know this is going to be hard for you to believe, Jada. But here's what would have happened. I would have gone on his word mm -hmm. in a heartbeat. But you know what would happen when Tom's got tough? You the one told me to. <laughs> you said. If you had you said, said. I was being submissive. And now look where we are. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God! And now, you know what I had to do? Lord, you said. That's right. It's what you, you said. That's right. that's right. I got nothing else to do. side note, to anybody single, engaged, getting married, you need a man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that will pause. That a, it's spending time with the Lord, and B, is going to pause way halfway down you the stairs what? to hear the Lord. And this is what I tell people. That's such a word. Not it's not even what we're here to talk about. Mm. But before I ask my last question, that's such a word because this is not about spiritual maturity, whatever we call it, and how many years he's walked with the Lord, and how much about is he obedient in he's the listening. moment? He can open his Bible right now and lead you well. Yeah, that's such a good, good word. Ooh, that's a good girl. Okay, here's my last question. Okay. Bucket list. Is there anything? that you've not ever done that you just can't wait to do soon? Well, the one thing is I'd love to go to the Holy Land. I'd love to go to Israel. So that's kind of my thing that I'm, I'm asking the Lord if I can do. You I can do that. Go. I must go. I've you said to the Lord, I must go. go. But let me say this on a little different note. When we were going through difficulty and our, and our son was incarcerated for 10 and a half years and our daughter was in ministry. She's a pastor's wife and they lived in Seattle, Washington for nine and a half years. This whole 10 year period of time, my son was incarcerated and my daughter was 2,500 miles away. Mm. And of course I'm scrolling on Facebook and I'm seeing all the families, you mm -hmm. know, Jada, you've seen out yeah. on the beach with their khaki yeah. shorts and yeah. the white shorts yeah. and the waves Family and the pictures. sunset. Everybody's yeah, coordinated. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. one more of these pictures, I'm gonna pull my hair out. And, and, and you know what, that's what I wanted. And I got so focused on that one thing that it really began to change my attitude, got a bad attitude about it. And then I, just, I gave that up to the Lord and said, listen, if I ever have a family picture again, I went years, decade without a family picture at, at any kind, of any kind. But I let that go and I began to celebrate. When I would see one of those pictures, I began to celebrate that. Mm. Not long after Jared was released, our daughter and son-in-law were called back to Texas. He is now a senior pastor in Lufkin, Texas, oh, wow. and they're here. And we had our entire family <gasps> in a family picture, first time in 17 years. And when I was standing there, you, you know what I fool. thought about? I was, but here's what I thought about. I thought about all the families that don't have this yet, yeah. all the families whose whose loved ones are still apart, mm -hmm. families are still broken, or they're still, or they can't be together yeah. because of COVID and other reasons. Mm -hmm. And so it just changed my attitude about be in the moment, be with those that you're in the moment with. Don't, yeah. you, hey, that day may come. You can have your day at the beach. You can have your family picture. I hope that happens for you. But until it does, mm -hmm. you be together with those that, that are with you right then, mm -hmm. and you bless the day where he allows your people to all be together. Mm -hmm. So, so that's what I look forward to, my you, people. You can't wait to go to Israel, and you've learned how to be present. Absolutely. That's a good I've thing. Tried. I'm trying to learn those things. Mama Debbie, I just love you. I and love I thank you, too, you. I, If this has blessed you guys, please comment, rate, review, do all the things. But, We'd man, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send her the YouTube so she can watch it and <laughs> get all the comments. I will not watch it. I will say that. I cannot bear to say it my <laughs> voice on video. I, I want to thank you, not just for this time, but what these minutes represent Bless they're just the a small microcosm of your years of faithfulness Bless and the longer we're in church ministry and the longer i'm living yeah. and i'm realizing five years from now all these flashes in the pan yeah. 
Yeah. Man, who will they have impacted? That you can have 10 million people clicking on your pictures and right. not change a life. Exactly so I am grateful. Zero impact. Zero impact. I'm grateful for your pursuit of significance and just your faithfulness to God. And how many lives you've changed, yes. no app can ever capture. But yes. heaven will tell the story. Well, and we closed our time together earlier by the scripture in Luke 145 that says, Blessed is she who believes mm -hmm. what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Yeah. That's it. Amen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure and leave a comment or review and share and subscribe. Have a great one.